0: Hey. Yo. I got a question for you. Okay. Who is the Niners starting running back?
1: <laughs> I, I guess you're gonna tell me,
0: huh? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it. We certainly <laughs> will. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Hit us up on social media on Twitter, he's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. I'm at our Haylock, And on Instagram, he's at underscore bump and run. I'm at watch Ray Ray. Oh, ED, we got a bunch to get to on this show. Brian uh, Mostert, he had some things to say. We'll talk about mm-hmm. him. Big Bosa, Joey Bosa, not Nick Bosa. Joey Bosa, the one we confuse on the show all, all the time. He got paid, but how does that affect Nick Bosa? We'll get into that. And also, ED, guess what? I have a solution to the 2020 season. Oh, do you? I do. We're going to lay okay. all that out. I'm going to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and you'll let me know what to erase. So we're getting to all that here on the podcast. But okay. first, Raheem Mostert had some things to say. Um, he came out and he said he's the starting running back. And Mostert's been in the news a lot as of late obviously the big news is the contract situation and you know he mm-hmm. he requested a trade and then he walked that back and ended up meeting with the Niners and the Niners I guess you can call it meet some of his, of his demands or whatever the case may be they they were able to uh to mend uh the the, the bridge there um and and get put some of that money into his contract in, in terms of guarantees um, but he says he's the starting running back. There's a, a, a pretty crowded running back room. Raheem Mostert says to everybody, I'm the starting running back. What say you, E.D.? I
1: believe that he's the starting running back going into camp. You do? I think he's – I think, I think yes, I do. I, I think he's saying he's the starting running back because they told him, you're going to be the starting running back. You're going to be the first one in the huddle going into camp. Listen to what I'm saying, going into camp. He's the starting running back. <laughs> um, you you got you got to put eleven bodies out there, so he's the starting running back going into camp. That sounds like and, a caveat. And no, no, there's not a caveat. There, he's the starting running back going into camp, and then you see how things shake out, how they plan on using them, and where the health of the other guys are. and And I think that's going to be a major part of it. He finished the season. He was the healthy guy. He was the guy toting the mail. So I get all of that. Him, him's coming back this season um as as the number one guy going into camp that doesn't shock me i never said anything that that never was an issue with me i was my thing was his leverage on trying to get a new contract i was like the leverage isn't there i said it and and i'm and i'm still there i was right the leverage wasn't there to get a new contract you're not going to get a new contract um because you haven't done enough because they don't view you as that guy he will get his opportunity to show that he's that guy and all i hope is that his demands yeah, You know, I know all the stuff about you have, you know, you have your family squabbles, which is true. They they can view you a certain way and you have to show it to them and prove it. And they will change their mind if you show them. I went through it. I, I told you once before, and I don't know if it was if it was on the podcast or the podcast before the podcast or the one after that we have when we're talking. We we have a lot but, of
0: podcasts. Uh, not yeah. many of them air on on, on Believe. Yeah, Believe.
1: It, yeah. We should. I'm telling you, we should just go live and start airing the other ones that we do after this or before. But after, but uh, you know, at my the end of my rookie contract and Niners. You know, I was going into that final year and. I, what I thought I was worth and what they thought I was worth wasn't remotely close. And I was like, guys, okay, I'm playing for the minimum. I'm playing for the minimum. That's it. Cause they're like, we want to get a deal worked out. I'm playing for the minimum, which would have allowed me at the end of that year to be a free agent. And like, okay, you come in, you play, I'm going to play it. That was it. They didn't think I was worth it. I thought I was. And I was like, I'll just hit the market, you know? So you have those family squabbles, but like I guess you know, by October, I was player of the month in the league and they were like, okay, well, you know what? All right. You're worth it. We'll give it to you. And that's what I was saying with with Mostert. So just come in and show them that you can do it consistently and you'll get it. You'll get the raise, but um, I have no problem with him saying he's the starting running back. He finished the season number one on the depth chart. It's like at at corner. I would imagine um, Emmanuel Mosley is going to start that key starting count on the depth chart. As the number one corner opposite of um, Sherm.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Sherm pretty much touted Eman as the starting corner opposite him. Um, the I'm a big Radio Raheem guy. Right? There, there's no everybody knows that anybody listening to this podcast knows that I'm, I'm a big big Radio Raheem guy. Um, as
1: am I. I'm we, trying to make it seem like I don't like it.
0: We <laughs> we've heard a lot from him or from his camp. Mm-hmm. Um this off season and now you know the beginning of training camp um for a guy who I mean he's coming off a good year no doubt mm-hmm. but one good year in his career have we heard is he saying too are we hearing too much from him
1: um, well, I mean, I don't know if we're hearing. Too, well, like I said, he did flex too soon. So if we're talking about that, yes, I, I didn't think he was in position to start getting, you know, demanding more. And at the end of the day, that's the way it played out. I, I know how his agent tried to put this out about them them winning this and getting the new deal, and you really didn't do a thing. You got you got monopoly money. You got him in advance on his on his salary, and um, the rest is monopoly money that the league controls. It's 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 no new money. Um, but it's, it's the same thing that I said. If you, if you can, you earn that spot. I don't think we're hearing beyond that, him saying I'm the starter. Well, I'm sure he had a conversation with Kyle. I'm sure Kyle said, you're, you're, you know what? You're starting camp as, as a number one running back right now, today you're the number one running back. So he can say I'm the starter. That's right. Expectations on winning. You're supposed to have those. And I can't get upset with him this time of about people talking about him and us having to talk about him because he's in the news it's it's just what it is. it's what people want to know about and they want to hear from him. Uh, going into camp last year, no one was asking for um Raheem Mostert. We barely
0: quotes. knew this guy,
1: right so I mean what so that's that's what I'm saying. so it's not so it's not his fault. so I'm not saying that we're hearing too much about him. He's the starting. he's right now today as we take this he's the starting running back for a Super Bowl contender you're going to talk to those guys he's that guy now so no we're not hearing too much yeah from
0: him. but I mean you know me right I'm mr you know under promise over deliver right like i there's a part of me that feels like uh, let's pump the brakes a little bit here, you know. Um, Obviously, what you did last year was great. Obviously, you're coming into camp uh, this season with, you know, a whole lot more confidence than you perhaps had going into last season. And, uh, well, I guess we're hearing from him more, so I don't know that that's necessarily his fault. However, you know, it's it's the... I mean, I don't know. You know how I feel about about this, the the projections and, and and things like that. I don't know. I don't know that it's necessarily fair to say that he made a a, a Super Bowl prediction or projection per se. But um, I don't know. Well, like, he did. Say, didn't didn't he say
1: they're going back and they're winning?
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that I guess, that's a prediction, right? I mean, let's just <laughs> I mean, let, let's just chill
1: for a little bit, right?
0: Like, is that? Is, I,
1: I don't have a problem with yeah, it, like man. You, like you, like
0: you, you, you like that stuff. Like to me, I'm just like, let's just chill. Let's try to get through camp. Let's just play. Let's just play. Yeah,
1: well, well, let's just play. But why are you playing? What are your expectations? Are you playing just to get a check? Are you um? But because the check is coming, so what are you playing for? Are well, you playing I just feel like those say- conversations
0: can be had had internally do i want you to feel that way absolutely but do you have to put it out there in the news
1: you don't have to but but this is this generation that's what they do everyone's that's everything is is on instagram or twitter or snapchat or tiktok i'm 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 saying that you are that's just the generation this is the generation that has grown up with every piece of information that exists in their world they put it out to the public so they're going to project their feelings and and, of course, you start talking about um, um, Raheem, and I know we can transition off of this. I don't know how much more you have to say about it. This is the first time in his professional career he's ever been in this position. It's the first time he's ever gone into camp, and he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, second, oh, it's, it's second di- and it's different. Yeah.
0: Second time this week, by the way, I've been called either old school or old fashioned. I'm not really sure how. But <laughs>
1: well, you're both of those things. You really are. You <laughs> are old is, school, and you're very old kidding. fashioned. You this really is, are. This
0: is this is getting uh well that, well, at least, well at least well I'm um, something right? You stand stand for nothing. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you're you're classic. That's right, classic. That's right. I'll go with that. I'll go with classic. Um, small uh postscript. I guess on camp, Niners announced recently that they'd signed Jordan Reed. Now mm-hmm. Reed Ooh. uh played obviously for Kyle back during his uh days with Washington. Um, you know, put up some pretty good numbers before getting yeah. injured. He's had seven concussions that we know about, and yeah. he missed all of last season. Um obviously for the Niners uh low risk high reward situation here my thing is how is I, I mean I understand guys have passion and, and they want to play this that and the other how how is this guy even allowed to continue to play like like how is he uh, who's clearing him <laughs> like how is he even cleared
1: oh, okay well um well because there's a need that's just how it is People always talk about passing physicals. Uh, Your ability to pass a physical is based on the need that the team has, Uh, because I guarantee you most guys that are playing full time after four or five years in the league, you can all be, uh, all of those, all of those men can fail, be failed on a physical for something that's happening arthritis in a joint, a hip or knee or ankle, or, you know, once you get, once you have surgery, uh, the human body is not meant to explore like that. And once you start having all these injuries, there's always something you can find to fail a guy on the physical. I, I mean, it, when, when I was 24 years old, when I tore up my shoulder, and they t- they they were like, first they told me I would I'd never play again. And then when I got beyond that, that's when I missed my second year. When I got, actually, I, might not, I may have been younger than 24, but anyway, I was um when I you know coming back a couple years later. The doctor literally told me that I, I was going to have to have a shoulder replacement. And this was, this was like in my third or fourth year in the league, and they were telling me I, I needed a shoulder replacement. With that being said, I probably could have been failed on a um, physical. Mm. Y- y- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I was also the starting corner. So th- that's, that's how that happens. It's about a need. Um, that's one of those things. And then we're talking about concussions. It's hard to look at a guy and say that, he, you know, he's, he's going to get a concussion or he's not going to play. I Jordan is a, he's a very good player. Uh, He could be a very valuable weapon. He understands what, what Kyle wants done. Um, He's been successful within this system, but he's got a soft head. He he does. He's got a soft head. I mean, I've seen, I've seen other guys that were that way. I mean, there was a a linebacker that the Carolina Panthers had Dan Morgan and Dan Morgan. I like Dan a lot. Dan was a hell of a player. And even, but, he, he just, I, I remember once talking to the GM there and Marty Herney was telling me, he was like, I just got to, even, even if I can just teach him how to slow down once, even how to practice, like he knocks himself out all the time, mm. but he just played he just, and there's just some guys, there are there some guys, I played with guys that could just, you that could just run through everything and never hurt themselves. And then you have other guys who get hit and, um, he, it, it, their head's just softer. They get concussions. Um, so that's how it happens. Uh, he says he's healthy. You need him. Look, I, there's no way to look. There's no way to look at him and say, okay, he's concussed. He's not concussed. That was his issue. Orthopedically, everything is fine. If you need that position, you go for it. Now, and all, and I hope and pray that um, he's not affected by these concussions down the road. Yeah,
0: I. I mean, I'm no doctor, you know, but just you know, things that you hear, things that you read. They say if you if you have one, you're more susceptible susceptible to have others he's had seven documented um which is interesting well, choice it, of words had, an article that i read but
1: well if he's had seven documented then those are the ones that they that they know within play that were on film yeah See, that's it because i mean that's how it is i i mean i got i got not, that, that's when when they have to take you off of, out of the game but i probably i probably in in i had over 50 concussions playing football if, if wait, well we're say what about, now? Wait, well, we're talking about textbook concussions, I bet I had over fifty playing football. Like from um, you talking like
0: from from youth football up or are you talking just uh, your NFL? Yeah, career?
1: probably youth football up. I'm 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 in playing in the NFL, I bet I I bet I got twenty.
0: Now easily. how many were you diagnosed with? I got knocked with?
1: I got knocked out of the game. I mean the times where I literally had to leave the field and I was out out I think three times. Um I mean like the, the like one I had in Dallas I remember getting knocked out in Dallas when I was with Carolina Panthers to this day My my only recollection of what happened is um what I saw on television copy and what people were telling me Wow Um I, yeah cuz like I, I went down I got knocked out I was coming in to make a tackle and it was one of those things back in the day when we used to actually take out linemen and not just shoot at chickens So <laughs> they they're running and I was screaming before the play I was screaming to my D lineman is he was in, he was in a seven and I was trying to get him out outside. Cause I looked at it I looked at the formation and I saw that he's, when he slid down, it was wrong. And, and I could see Troy look at me. He li- Troy literally looked at me and I looked at him and I'm screaming, trying, I'm coming up, trying to slap the DN on the butt, trying to get him moved out. And when they snap the ball, so they pull around and here comes Eric Williams at me. Whew. So I got Eric Williams coming. Um, because you know once he once he audibles he, Eric Woods is coming at me so I'm coming up and I'm sitting here thinking uh, what I'm what my thought and this was my thought process this is what I remember from this concussion and I'm telling you this story and I'm gonna make it short as I can my thought process I see I know I can't cut Eric out right now if I go hit E Dub then Emmett, is outside of me. There's no one out there and everybody's chasing. It's a long game. So I'm trying to string it out. I'm trying to string it. And right. And I remember telling myself right when Emmett got close enough to Eric, I was going to go and hit Eric in his thigh and try and take his leg into Emmett to make the tackle. So I'm sitting here thinking, thinking, and I remember telling myself now and I, and I remember shooting my shot. And the next thing I remember was my trainer saying, put your, put your hand up. And I'm like, what? And he's like, put your, put your hand up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, E put your hands up, put your thumb up. So cut to the television copy. Eric Davis is letting everybody know he's all right. Everything is fine. He's good. They're taking him back to the locker room. I'm sure he's going to be okay. So I saw that on the television copy. What happened as I dove to hit E-Dub, he pulled a muscle. He pulled an oblique muscle, muscle, and he dropped. Oh my. He literally dropped like a sniper. It's a big boy. If you watch it on film, it looked like a sniper hit him, and he dropped. So when he dropped, Mike, I was aiming for his thigh where it was going to be. He never made it. He dropped, and my head, the side of my head, caught image knee coming up, and I was done, 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 And I, I mean, and I don't remember anything. I mean, and literally. It was, I I didn't feel, that happened in, that happened in December, and it was February before I was, I could even see clearly. Wow. Uh, But I still tried to play, back three, I still tried to play, and because we needed a couple of games to get into the playoffs, and I knew it was necessary for me to be on the field, so I was telling the doctors, I'm fine. I literally convinced the doctors, and this is, real story, this is, I I know I, I wanted to keep this short, but. This is back to the how do you pass it and how do you get going when they need you to play or want you to play. Definitely. I literally, I literally sat down and we would go in and they'd give you certain little things when they're testing you and they'd say, remember, remember the color blue, remember car, uh, remember cloud, and they talk. We do all these things and they test me and all this baseline stuff and everything. And at the end of it, you know, they've told me to remember blue car and cloud. And they're like, what are those things? And I'd say, you told me, um, red truck and rain. And they're like, um, I don't know. I'm like, I promise it was red truck and rain, man. Red truck and rain. Well, you can't remember you have a concussion. What's wrong with you? I had no clue. Dude, I could, I, I would have no clue. And I would just sit there and argue my point and they'd say, okay. <laughs> and they were, and they, and, and I literally, why is it okay? Because I was clearly not okay. I said, I sat in the meeting room. I, I remember sitting in a meeting room. This is about two weeks later and going into that green Bay game that I knew I needed to be in, or they were going to run my replacement out the league, which they did. Um, I was, I was sitting in my chair, looking at the tape and everything started moving. I mean, everything started moving. Like I was watching the ocean and I fell out of my chair. When, when you're sit, I, I was literally sitting on my butt, leaning back in my chair in the meeting room, and I fell out of my chair I, because my balance was so messed up. Um, but I had convinced the doctors I could play. Un, so un, that, unreal. That, that... That, that, that's that's a real thing. But I didn't play. One of one of my appointments, my wife came in, and she sat in, and um, she was in there, and when they told me, you know, like the, the red-blue truck, yeah, and I started making stuff up, she was like, that is not what he said. Get out of here. That's <laughs> so like, no, no. No, I, you're not I, playing. So I didn't needless to say I didn't
0: get to play. I hate to make light of your situation but <laughs> a, a comedian, Sarah Cooper, she's gone viral now during quarantine. She has, she put up an Instagram video, how to person, woman, man, camera T V hilarious. And you what you just said just took me back to watching that. It oh wow. Um look, I know guys are passionate. They have a huge passion. They want to play the game, obviously, just like, you know, you play the game and, and you risk so much to play the game. Um, but at a certain point, I mean, wifey if have to step in and, and protect you from you? Right. Like, like I just saw the Alex yes. Smith documentary for the first time. You add me if you want. I know I'm late to the party. But seeing that and what his mindset was and now seeing him trying to get out there and play again, like. This is baffling, and that you know he's yeah. even being allowed to to do so, and, and somewhat the same with Jordan Reed. Like, I wish Jordan Reed nothing but the best, obviously. Of course, um, of course, but of course. It's just you know this, this stuff is uh, is scary stuff, man. Um, this uh, is the it's believing. Not for, it's not for the meek. It's not. It's not. <laughs> and I, I I can be a little meek from time to time. This is this is the Believe in Forty Niners podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at underscore eric davis underscore and i'm at our haylock also on instagram i'm at watch ray ray and he's at underscore bump and run we're located wherever you find podcasts so make sure you subscribe rate and review and we are presented by manscape ed oh you know
1: what and i was about to tell you before you jumped into something i had one more story to tell you i'll make this really fast um friend of mine um got into this new relationship things were going well Everything was good, um, but his, um, his, his, his girl has allergies. She has different allergies, pet allergies, and um, she walked in on him. She walked in on him sitting, and um, she got upset. She ran away, and he couldn't understand why. He found out later that he could have been helped by Manscaped. The 3.0 would have helped him. Oh, he- she, thought he, she thought that he had gone out and, and got a puppy because it was all furry in his lap. <laughs> And all he needed to do was check out some of the grooming tools that Manscaped had. And I told him, you go in, you get the 3.0, you use, you use that technology and have the best experience that you could possibly have. You could help yourself. So I gave him that code that I'm going to give everyone right now. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code Eric at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscape.com and use the code E-R-I-C, and you can take your grooming to the next level. It's a really simple thing. End of story. He got the 3.0. He kept his girl.
0: Manscaped out here saving relationships. You heard the man, E.D. You heard them. They're saving relationships. <laughs> Make sure you get you get your whole Manscaped situation set up. This is real talk, uh, folks. Um, Joey Bosa, big brother Woo-hoo. of Nick Bosa, uh, just got Big paid mm-hmm. and um so Joey just signed a record contract five years 135 million dollar extension with the Chargers right 78 of that he got at signing 102 million of that is guaranteed now why is this a record it's less annual average salary than than miles Garrett got but um Bosa got way more money up front 28 more million. Guaranteed at signing And two more million guaranteed in total Why are we talking about Joey Bosa on here Besides the other times where you confused him with Nick We're actually (laughs) talking about him Because um, Joey's already come out Says look I I hope my brother Breaks my record um, they've, they've, they, they, NFL has shown defensive ends have become a commodity. If you can get after the quarterback, if you can eat quarterbacks for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you can get paid in the league. Nick is on his way, right? He, he had one of the greatest years, uh, by a rookie, um, that we've seen in quite some time. He's the highest rated rookie ever to be, um, in the NFL top 100. So if he continues on this track, He's going to have a big payday coming up, Ed, um, and that obviously is going to affect the Niners.
1: Yep, really simple. Um, that money right now, and Big Bolsa got his. He's correct. His his brother is going to break the record because it'll be a few years from now. Before, you know, they're not going to do his thing this season. Probably we'll start talking about it after in 2021. That one. That'll when they'll start talking about that one, which means the price has gone up. Uh, You have, and you just touched on it, the real money, not monopoly money, the guaranteed money. That's what your contract value is. Mm -hmm. Understand that that's what all the fans, everyone has to understand. The NFL is a three-year career. Deals are three-year deals. What is guaranteed? You look at that three-year window. What's real money that's guaranteed money that can't be taken taken away from you? That is the worth of your contract. That's why they're saying that this is a record contract. So this dude has become a $100 million pass rusher. Why? Because you just had a 150 or $41 million quarterback sign. That's, that's what just happened. I know that the $500 million, that, that's not all real money. That's, that's monopoly money. But what, what you know the guy is going to get is $100 million. So you are going to put value. This goes back to all the guys on the team. The Kittle contract, everything. There's a certain amount of money you know you have to have to keep certain players, and you can already look at it right now. You gotta have a hundred and fifty million dollars <laughs> pretty soon to keep Osa. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. That guy is going to, you know, just it, it really, it's really gonna happen right there. You 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 know what the market has just said so he's 100 million probably 120 million dollars that you're going to have to guarantee the guy playing opposite of him if he's doing anything at all you're going to have to give that guy 80 90 maybe 100 depending on how good he is but because it's just it's going to raise the tide of all positions of course is going to do that so you already have, you, you, i mean we look at you lost you lost uh, buck because what 21 million dollars you couldn't afford to do it uh, and you're looking down the road if you're the GM. So that's that's just a part of it. So you're gonna have you're gonna have a tackle that's gonna make, make a bunch of money. The pass rusher is gonna start getting money close to the quarterback, like all like it always has been. The, the that guy who can get the quarterback is just as valuable as your quarterback, uh, just as valuable to your defense as the quarterback is to the offense. Um, they're gonna get paid. You yeah. gotta start looking at the numbers, guys. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't you can't just you can't just pay everybody because you like them. And you also you can't pay everybody just because they're good. That's the unfortunate part about being on a good team. You can't play, you can't pay every player and keep them just because they are really good. How important are they to your success of winning a championship? Not just football games, but winning a championship. And um that so back to Big Bosa. I think he's right. His his brother is going to get. Nick is going to top that contract if he remotely plays at the level he's playing at. If he just if he hangs where he is right now, he's gonna he's going to um, he's he's going to garner that kind of money, that kind of payday.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you talk about elite pass rushers. I mean, those those are hard to come by, and especially with this being more and more of a passing league now. I mean, if, if you if you have a skill set that uh, that it, it involves or involves you getting after the quarterback effectively at a high level. Um, that's going to produce some high dollars for you. So. And
1: and, th- and this is the thing um, elite. And when you say elite pass rusher, just because you get a lot of numbers because you get sacks doesn't make you an elite pass rusher. And that uh, again, that's one of the things people look at and they just go off of numbers and stuff like that. The deal is, it's, yes, it's about closing the deal, but can you do it one-on-one? Do I have to scheme you to get there? Because I can scheme things and get guys to the quarterback. I can scheme things and make things happen. I mean, you have years where you have DBs that have six, seven sacks. Yeah. Now, they can't line up and just get – you You know what I'm saying? So that's about scheming things. So it's not just getting six, seven, you know, ten sacks. Can you – elite pass rushers, those are the guys that – I don't even have to do a thing for if if you mess around and leave them one on one, they're going to win. They're going to beat up your quarterback. Yeah. That's what that's that's those are the elite guys where they have to be double team. They have to be triple team where they open things up for everyone else and they still get their numbers. That's it that's it that's a Donald. That's a Bosa. I saying I was saying forever. Big Bosa, he's he's a bully. <laughs> yeah, no, he yeah, he's
0: he's he gets after. He gets after, it. He gets after it, yeah. without question. Yeah. Um so I mean, obviously, this is this is you know, this is something in the not so not too distant future. Niners are going to have to figure out you know what 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 to do. And like you mentioned, um, with Defoe, that the 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 choice was you know to send him away as opposed to paying him and, and get you know some first round picks, uh, or get a first round pick yeah. back for him. Um, you know, if you're gonna pay Kittle. Then you know that takes a little bit of that pie, obviously, and then well,
1: depending depending on how much you how much over the going rate you pay him because as I said, all of these contracts, Joey Bosa's contract is raising the tide on on the on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's at at the the on the offensive side of the ball. You just saw you saw the tide being raised offensively by Patrick Mahome's contract. It's going to raise the tide, but individual positions, how soon do they catch up? That's the thing. That's the thing you got to look at and how much extra. and that's that's back to that and this the last thing I'm gonna say about this one, really. it's you know, you you know where the number is. the highest paid guy at this position at of tight end. Um, is in the tens how much extra space do you want to take because that's all you're doing and that's the way you got to look at it as a fan understand every extra million you give Kittle deserving or not is is a, is a million coming off of your salary cap to help keep another guy as the tide raises yeah that's the, and, and that's and you saw it already after after a Super Bowl run you lost a good player because you can't afford to keep them. Just because they're good, and it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I, we we go back to Austin Hooper. He signed a forty-four million dollar deal. Twenty-three of that was guaranteed. So maybe you stay in that ten, eleven range, and you give Kittle a little bit more guaranteed, um, and, and set the bar that way. Maybe, maybe
1: yeah, I'll maybe tell you that. what to do. I, I can tell you what. So I, I, if if it's not my money, I'm not writing the check. But it's the same thing I told Von Miller. I told Vaughn, I said, Vaughn, do you want, when his contract was up, we had to talk face-to-face, I told him, I said, do you want to be the highest paid guy at, um, at, on paper with Monopoly money? I said, or, and I asked him, I said, what do you want? How much money do you want? I was like, And he, when he made, he said it. I said, well, how about if, I said, how about if they gave you five more than that, but guaranteed all of it? That's your whole contract though. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know how to think about it. And that's what I'm saying with Kittle. As opposed to trying, I want twenty million dollars. I want all this stuff. How about find a deal where your salary cap number is within range? They're guaranteed Hey, they you guarantee contracts. Yeah. Give me if you did it. You did it for Kirk Cousins. The fully So so you can't say you've done it for Tom Brady for years. I know I'm at a different position. Keep my. I would prefer to not have those extra years in the monopoly where I got a thirty million dollar cap hit that I'm never going to see. Tittle could come in. You keep the number down, guarantee the entire deal. You get your money, you have your security. Um, you can go out and continue to play, and the numbers are still team friendly. That's what I. That's the position that I would be in. I've told you that before. If I, I'm playing in the league, you're an all pro player and all this stuff. There's no reason to lock up all those monopoly years. Guarantee the money, and then we can keep talking about it.
0: Yeah. No, I'm 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 with you there. I mean, it's it's the guaranteed money, right? Not not the monopoly money. So, I mean, who wouldn't yes. want the, who wouldn't want the guaranteed money? Um last thing before we get out of here, I got a solution ED. Okay. To 2020 season. I got a solution. I'm ready. All okay. right. So, this 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 is I I was thinking about this um, you know, the other day and part of it is watching Major League Baseball and and what's happening there and uh it's gotten a little uh gotten a little out of hand so to speak um with with some of the, the testing and uh, pretty much the almost the entire Marlins roster was out because of covid and you know so many games had to be postponed and and the cardinals they got hit too so they had to postpone some games as well and so it's just been a little bit of a mess right uh, mm-hmm. and what we've seen with the NBA and with the NHL and with women's soccer the NWSL who they, they've already finished their season and also with MLS is that um MLS is almost finished with their season is that bubbles can work right mm. um so mm. so here so here's my thing here here's my thing this is my uh this is my solution to the NFL uh okay. 2020 season all right so, okay. you know we I know we talked about, you know, 17 game season, yada yada. Yeah. So for this year we're scrapping that. All right? We're going to go down to Before I say this, Raheem Mostert, he he also said something uh earlier today as well. Um about the, just a tough decision he had to make, right, leaving his family. He's going to leave his family in Ohio. He has a 13-month-old son. He's got a baby on the way. But he said he doesn't want his family coming anywhere near California. And so he's he's literally going to isolate himself from his family throughout the course of the season. Um, and it was a tough decision for him to make. Uh, he said him and his wife cried over it, but they, they came up with that solution. So here, here here's my solution. Start the season on September 27th. End the season on January 31st that'll be your Super Bowl we're chopping the season down from 17 games to 11 right mm-hmm. we're gonna do four bubbles we're gonna and we're gonna do it pretty much regionally so you take the AFC West and NFC West put them in the bubble AFC South NFC South, AFC North, NFC North, AFC East, NFC East they all go to yeah. their, they all go to a okay. bubble. so you got eight teams in each bubble, right okay. So you play each team in your division twice and then you play the team in, in, in the opposite conference you play them once, right so that's a 10 game or 10 game season I said 10, uh, I said uh, 11 games earlier it's a 10 game season, but it's 11 weeks. Weeks one through four, everybody plays, right? Weeks five, six, seven, eight, you know, you get your buys. And then nine, 10, 11, we got the home stretch, right? That okay. takes you to December. And right now we're going to be at December uh, December 13th, or December 6th, I beg your pardon. So you take two weeks off, Right. Playoff okay. playoff situation doesn't change. You take all your division winners, and then you got the three wild cards, right? So the playoff playoff situation doesn't change. So you take seven from the NFC, seven from the AFC, right? And you go to a new bubble, right? And so December 27th is when you start the playoffs. Same playoff format that they're going to implement here in 2020. But you take two weeks off prior to that so that everybody can acclimate to the bubble. You do all your testing. You get everything done. Make sure everybody is safe, right? You play your playoff games the 3rd, the 10th, the 17th, right? Mm-hmm. Another two okay. another two weeks off for the uh, the AFC and the NFC championship team. You have your two weeks off prior to the Super Bowl just like you normally would have. And then you play your Super Bowl on January the 31st. What say you, Ed?
1: Uh, you just gave me a whole lot to follow right there. <laughs> and my whole thought and all of that is if you're doing all of that, if you're bubbling, if you got the bubble, if, if you're securing everything, what's the purpose of cutting the season down to a 10-game season over 11 weeks if you have every – if that's going to work, then seriously. So the, the, your whole bubble concept makes sense. But if that's going to work, what's the reason for cutting the season? Because the guys are either – healthy and the bubble is keeping people, um, COVID free, or it's not. So, so w- why cut it down?
0: Well, where are you going to play the games?
1: Um, that that's where?
0: the, that's kind of, that's kind of the reason for, that's kind of my, my reasoning for cutting, for cutting, cutting the season a little bit shorter, primarily from a facility standpoint, right? Like if you, you play your games on Sundays and Mondays, um, mm-hmm. you have, you have you play your games on Sundays and Mondays. If you have if you have one bubble, uh, any there in the NFL, they anywhere between. I mean, there could be a maximum of what sixteen games a week, right? Where where are you going to play those games at?
1: Uh, well, if you have the bubbles, so if you're going to set up the bubbles like that, then why do you only have to play games on Monday and Tuesday? Why not? I mean, Monday and, and Thursday. Why not play a game? In theory, if you have the bubble situation set up and they are strictly set up for for um for the games. You could play. You could play a game every day of the week. Yeah, you could do
0: that. But football obviously is a little bit different because you only play once a week, unless they're going to oh, okay. do the, the but, Thursday but you,
1: thing, right? But you could still. You so could this still, this
0: eliminates the third This eliminates but, the Thursday night but, short week football. But listen.
1: But, but listen up to what I'm saying. You could still set up the schedule if you're going to do that. See, now that we're playing this hypothetical game, if you're going to do that, you could set up. You could set up the schedule um, to where no one really has. You can still play the one game a week. You can, you can still do that because, because the Monday and the Thursday um, that that's more than one game in, in a week, the way that, the way that works out sometimes for some people. Um, but you could still, I'm, I'm sorry, the Sunday and the Thursday, but you could still have it set up to where if I play on, if I play on Sunday, I don't play until the opposite Sunday. If I play on, you, you know, and then you could switch it up to a team who played the previous Sunday, they can play on the following uh, Monday or Tuesday. And then they then that continues to rotate out to where everyone is sort of circling. So I think I don't I so I I guess what I'm saying, if you're still gonna go to the bubbles, I don't see the reason for cutting the season down. I think you just add more games during the week if that's what you're going to do. Um and I don't think fans would have a problem with that because I think you could probably put a football game on every night of the week and people would watch. Uh that, that's the other aspect of it. I, I like I, I can see your theory on it. Um, Not a bad one But you're not going to get the lead to You're not going to get the league To cut out football games Yeah they're not going to cut They're not going yeah. to cut out they're, games they're, yeah, they're not e- cut
0: Everyone out. except I mean everyone except Well I mean even including the NBA even though they started prior to this pandemic mm-hmm. Everyone has shortened their season Like I, I don't know that you can Go through an entire Season
1: well, uh-huh. everyone else had to shorten their seasons. They they had no choice. The NFL season hadn't started yet. You, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, the, the, but it, the, and it
0: may not start at this rate. You
1: know, it, it, it may not, but, but again, uh, to get them to voluntarily cut out a game, that's not going to happen. Uh, I think you could, like I said, I think you could find a way to where all the games are played if you're going to do that, if you think that's the safest mix. Um but I still think it's just going to be a difficult thing. Guys are going to get sick. God, it's going to happen, um, like it's already been happening. You got coaches getting sick. It's just, it's just going to happen. You can't avoid yeah, it. Peterson just, yeah, um, he just tested. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but the team. But what will happen with this? I think if you have to cancel, then they will cancel. But they're not going to voluntarily cancel. It's like we talked about this before. I didn't see the league. Someone asked me about this a long time ago, and we were discussing. I was like, if there is any way possible for them to play football, they're playing football. They're playing football, and football players—if you tell them, okay, this is a safe environment—they're going to play. Guys are just wired that way. You're going to play. So it's—I—I I, like—I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Yeah, I think the, the other—the other, other thing about every—the other they're thing different. about
0: every day is if there's going to be a college football season. Then NFL does not. I mean, traditionally they have not played Fridays and Saturdays yeah, because they don't want to conflict yeah. with the high school and, and college football. Well, you got
1: Well, you have to understand that that's their feeder system, so it it, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, because all you know, you have you have the, um, the you, you're going to have your G leagues and you're going to have your um, you're going to have your minor league systems and all these other sports. Football, minor league football is um, college. So that's why. That's, yeah, I mean that, yeah, know. that's that's exactly
0: yeah. what it is. Um yeah, I don't know. You guys at home, you know, let, let 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 me know what you think. Uh send us your tweets, uh Instagram, uh DM, whatever. DMs are open. Um but I d I don't know. I, I think playing I think an, you put a lot of you put a
1: lot of thought into it and I, I, I can see I, I, think I can putting, see that
0: going. I just think playing an entire C I, I just don't know I don't know. I'm a little pessimistic as it relates okay, to this, an entire this is a, the, sixteen. Le, 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 game or 17 game season
1: well let me let me say this and i don't know if i've said this on the pod or the pod not before i don't know which pod i said it on before after this is the one that we actually tape for everyone to listen to um my last comment about getting through the season i find it difficult and i've said this on record i find it difficult to think that you can make it through the season without um COVID affecting teams in play. But this is the flip side of it, just like we talked about passing the physicals. Um, you get down during the season. You get to the end of the season. Now, I want to put these two thoughts in your head, and, then, and, it's the, and, and we can go from there. Discuss it at another time. You get to the end of the season, and let's say the, the month of December, like the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks were. Remember when every single game could have taken you from the first seed or to the fifth seed. Remember, remember that stretch Yeah, where they had to play? If they win, you're the first seed. If you lose, you're the fifth seed.
0: Yeah, last um, night of the regular season.
1: And, but, but I'm saying, but they had they had several weeks yeah, that yeah, they yeah, were yeah. that yeah, way. Yeah. Remember, that? that's what I'm saying. You had several weeks leading up to that. So let's just say you're in the exact same situation. And let's just pick those same two teams. 49ers, Seattle Seahawks. Home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Three weeks left in the season. Um, Russell Wilson comes up positive. Um, Nick Bosa comes up positive. Jimmy Garoppolo comes up positive. Um, Metcalf comes up positive. You are the 49ers. You are the Seattle Seahawks. Do you report them and have the mandatory time off with the possibility of losing those three games? Even one of those games could possibly cost you home field advantage and an opportunity to win a super Bowl um do you actually report it or do they play
0: yeah i I, I mean that's that, that's something to chew on right there I mean and uh, uh, I, uh, I, and I mean and you've been there I mean obviously you would know you would know better than than I do but I, I mean i i I would see it hard that those names would show up on the report
1: you think you think they would
0: I, I no I I have a hard time seeing that seeing that oh, those yeah. names would show up on on well, the board. Well,
1: you know what, I, and I'm just saying, I'm I'm just this isn't this isn't um, anything other than a what if. If you're in that exact same situation, what do you do, Niners fans listening? What do you do? Do you sit down Garoppolo for for those games and hope that you win? Um, because you don't know what's happening up in Seattle and you're going against a full force team. If you're Seattle, do you sit, you know, your quarterback? Do you I mean do you sit your starting left tackle? Do you sit Trent Williams? Not knowing that the other teams are sick. You do it. And then the flip side of it, if you gotta face somebody in the playoffs, do you play a do you um play a, a player who is sick? with the possibility of getting others sick. Yeah. And then they can't participate in the playoffs. That's the kind of gamesmanship that goes on. People may not believe it, but it, it's it's a thing. Think about it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll get out of here on that note. Uh, obviously, some, something to think about, a lot to chew on. Uh, hit us up. Give us your thoughts. Hit us up at Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore um let us know your feedback your thoughts uh love interacting um with with listeners of this pod appreciate you for listening and tuning in each and every week uh, and giving us some of some of your thoughts and ideas uh so yeah feel free to chime in on this one also make sure you subscribe rate and review we're located wherever you listen listen to or download your podcast wherever you found us here today that's where we are that's where you can always come back and visit us. Uh, from our partner, Eric Davis, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, that is. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Be safe. We will see y'all next week.
1: Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.